watching it. You know, because nicotine is a phenomenal physical addiction. And he said he's going to quit with no help. You know, so after about a month, I called his wife. I said, hey, Sam, is Harry smoking? Harry Walker. Uh, is Harry smoking? She said, I don't think that's a ghost man is closed. <laughs> 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 See if he smoke. No, but she said, no, I don't smell it. So another two weeks went by. And so I said, I got it. So my office is downtown. My sister's brother shop used to be mine. It's cross town. So I got in my car and I told Harris, the smoking quitter, to come ride with me. Mm -hmm. I put him on the <clears throat> Then I told one of my buddies who smoked, I said, hey, bro, get in the back. And when we put on firewood, <laughs> so he did. I pulled off. My man fired one up in the back. Stop blowing that smoke up toward the ass, bro. <laughs> so I'm driving him and I'm watching. You know, we got this conversation. He didn't flinch. Acting like he didn't smell no smoke. Went to the rock shop, came back to my office. Another two weeks went by. You know. Now, I've been watching him like a hog. Because I don't believe it. I don't believe that a man who has been smoking for 40 years, two or three packs a day, can quit smoking with no help. So, I said, now, had no patch, no nicorette, no shop, and no hypnosis, and you quit smoking? He said, yeah, I quit smoking. I said, man, how you do that? He looked me in my face and my eyes and said, I had a made up mind. So that's what I want to tell the graduates. Wow. That's what I want to tell everybody. Mm. And then, you know, when you come through a situation like fathers among men, and when you are exposed to information, like what Dr. Williams and Ms. Colin gave us and the other things, if you make your mind up, mm -hmm. if you make your mind up, then moving forward, you will not be confronted mm. with all of these things that you're sorry about. Mm. Make your mind up, coming out of the shoe. Mm. Mm. That I'm going to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Mm. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to 
be proper about taking care of my young people, my children. I'm going to be a part of the community. And then I'm going to do the right thing because I've got a made up mind. All right. That's all it takes. If we weren't at a church, I would say you can do any damn thing you want to do if you make your mind up. All right. Hallelujah. That's right. So, so, so that's where we are. That's where we are. And, and, and my wife told me, said, let me tell you something, buddy. When you get over there, you know, you need to stand up, speak up, shut up, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> so, so I'm not trying to, to follow that, but I just want to, I just want to say a few things. Uh, Piggybacking off a lot of what was said. You know, we are in a stage in our community with our young people, with diseases, with income, where well, we need to make up our mind to take care of ourselves. It's getting worse out there, y'all. And there are forces. There are forces. That's right. Out there that are against us, yeah. that's going to be worse than slavery. Yeah. Wow. <coughs> if we don't make up our mind and do what we need to do. Now, one way to have a made up mind and do it properly is to take advantage of resources. You can't begin to imagine what this means to be put in a situation where you can get this kind of information for free. Let's give Reverend Dixon a hand. Yes, I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal. So it's all kinds of information. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't give a real shout out to fathers among me. I mean, I'm just I'm so impressed and I'm blown away mm. because I did the research and I, I know what you do, what, what, what you're doing in the community with health fair, seminars, back to school, and doing things that will make this uh, 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 a better community. And it's very, very doable. Now, a lot of people get confused. Mm. You know, let me run through this for you. You got fathers, you got males, you got man, and then you got dude. <laughs> <laughs> All of those words, those synonyms, if you please, refer to the male species. So you can be a man, <coughs> that just means you're a man. You know, you can be a dude, that just means you slick. 
shaking and baking and rinsing and dressing. <laughs> you know, you could be a male, and you know, you just a man. Another word for for men, male. That's right. But if you're a father, if you are a father, then that means those of you who are graduating that you have decided to do the things that a father should do. Coming out of the shoe. I'm here, but I didn't ask to be here. Neither did that young man right there, leaning on his dad or his granddad, whatever he is. <coughs> he didn't ask to be here. So whatever kind of activity and hand that brought him here, I ain't gonna cuss no more. <laughs> he didn't have a doggone thing to do with it. That's right. But he is here. And then, you know, we don't need to take the role of a dude, just a dude, or a man, or just a male. We need to be a father. That's right. Amen. Amen. And with being a father, there are certain responsibilities. And we can take them on. It ain't that hard. You know, now what I want to happen is I want to create the kind of environment where, 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 where child support is not a consideration. Where it is not a consideration. Because if, in fact, you are thought it's your responsibility. Amen. Mm -hmm. And then, <laughs> it is your responsibility to take care. He didn't ask to come here, but he's here. And he deserves the nurturing, the encouragement, the support. going to school, participating in PTA or whatever they call it now. <coughs> Some jeepers, now jeepers are not Nikes. <laughs> they no name brand tennis shoes. Notice I didn't say Nikes, I said jeepers because as a father, then you got to be responsible enough to know that you are in control. And then you make the decision as a responsible father to do what is best for the child. Right. The tail should not wag the dog. Right. So in being a father, that doesn't mean that you have to be lenient. That doesn't mean you have to do everything they say do, but you do have to be responsible. <laughs> You have to be responsible. Let me tell you something that bothers me. I go to Piccadilly or wherever, to the buffet, Golden Corral, and then the child right here and the mama right here, you want some of this? You want some of this? You want this? Look. The child chooses macaroni and 
and packed potatoes. You know, that, that, you know, and then that diabetes is a real problem when young folks don't get work. So part of that responsibility is since you are the father, is to determine what's best for that child. You know, it really burns me up. It, it does. I'm sorry. And that's parenting because sometimes it's the mom. But you know, that's a role that the mothers play too. Right. But you don't let the tail wag this out. Your responsibility is to create the kind of environment financially, socially, spiritually, educationally, and other leads that's going to make that child a productive citizen in our community. And y'all, we need that. It's time to wake up. Amen. It's time to wake up because we are going to have to take care of, and we, let me tell you, we owe it to all those people who got holes and whipped and beat up and burned up Amen. Oh, that's right. Amen. So we should have this nice shopping center on Hoover Day or Drive or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to have that responsibility and we have to enumerate how it is not hard mm. if you do what? Make up your mind. Come on with it. Make uh, up your mind. Have a made up mind. Make your mind up. That's right. I got another little story to tell about 30 years ago, really, I started a program called the Adopt a Role Model Program, which was a mentoring program primarily for African-American boys. And the premise of that program is centered around, watch me, what is called the fourth grade syndrome. What the fourth grade syndrome says that too many of our young men are brought up in single family, female head households. Now, when the young men, you know, when they grow up, they come up, you know, through elementary school, preschool. By the time they get into fourth grade, if they don't have any male influence in their lives, they think they're a man. <clears throat> because they haven't had, like, sit down, boy. Who you think you are? You know, so they, fathers need to be in, in, involved in their children's lives Man. early on. Because once, and that's what happened to many of our kids with the games and they adhering to the games and dealing with the games and stuff because there has not been a fatherly influence in their life. They sit down, boy. You know, but if they just go in, no reflection on, on, on the mothers, like they do all they can. But according to the research, in order for these young men to be effective and good citizens and what have you, they have to have some male influence in their lives. Amen. Mm -hmm. And guess what? 
is more than child support. All right. Yes, sir. It's a lot more than money. It's got to be some contact. It's got to be some involvement. It's got to be going to the baseball game, having conversations, and eating dinner without the cell phone. Mm. You know, the tail does not need to wag the dog in our community. The tail does not need to wag the dog in our community. And the reason I'm so fervent about this, ladies and gentlemen, I see the handwriting on the wall. I'm not playing about this now. You know, they want to take history out of our school. Amen. Amen. You know, they want to redraw the district so we don't have any representation of, uh, in the governmental and the political process. And the responsibility, and part of that embraces being good and responsible fathers. So we need to make our mind up, in spite of all those, look, we need to make our mind up that I don't, I don't need to call that lady because I'm gonna pay mine. I'm gonna deal with mine. I don't need to call her because the word father. You know, see, it's fathers among men. So this program knows that there's a difference. Mm. All right, all right. This program knows that there's a difference because everybody's a man but not everybody is a father. All right. Now let me tell you something that warmed my heart a few minutes ago. Stand up, young man. That's Derry Chapman. Derry was in that program 30 years ago, the Adopter Role Model Program. He was one of the mentors. And so what happened is that the young man could pick who he wanted to be a role model. Now, mind you, this program was created because of the absence of responsible fathers. All right. I can't say it was the absence of a man because the boy was born. All right. It was a male somewhere. Yeah. Derrick had a protege. 30 years ago. And let me tell you something. Sometimes you think that things you do go unnoticed. You know, look, when you do good, good don't come back to you. All right. All right. All right. All right. Good, good, good. And it does not have to be money. Amen. Now that young man right there just put a thousand dollars in my pocket and ain't nothing exchanged and I don't mean in cash. The protege that he adopted, that adopted him 30 years ago, guess what he's doing? He formally adopted that man as his son. All right. Ooh. Formally. He's 40 now. And he's 40. You know, but that, that reflects 
on what we can do and what can happen when we make our minds up to be responsible and to, to give something back. And all the resources out there, you can't begin to imagine, although, excuse me, he mentioned it. You can't begin to imagine the value of fathers among men. And everybody you know who need to be better fathers, you need to tell them about this program. Mm. Matter of fact, I'm going to try to see if I can't bust some of them rascals from me. <laughs> 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 and I know they got a chapter over there. Maybe I can't involve it. But it is nothing short of phenomenal. Mm. Yeah. Come on, let's see. Stand up so we go. So I'm going to shut up in a minute. So, now let me tell you something. Listen to me. Fuck. And everybody else. Any kind of problem you've got, mm. there's a free resource in the community that can help you. Any kind of medical problem, educational problem, vocational problem, <coughs> psychological problem, mental problem, spiritual problem, you name it. That's right. So part of your assuming the role as fathers is to understand that time, well, I got this problem. Well, uh, Dr. Dixon said there's a resource out there. So let me call him and tell him what my problem is to see what that resource is. Any kind of problem you have, excuses come out of trash can. Mm. Right? Mm. 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 They come out of trash can. So, Shoulder of those individuals, you know, and we got to tell our kids 
you know, about the color war of power. You know, we got to tell them that they got a responsibility too. But they can't know that if we don't train them. And they can't know that That's right. if we don't take a fatherly position. Um, not only as it relates to our kids, but as it relates to our community. Make your mind up. Do the right thing. Because it's the right thing. Before I leave, what's your name, young man? Kaden. I can't hear you. Kaden. Kaden. Let's let's make him speak. Kaden. 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 <laughs> you reflect in me your actions and your relationship with that man, whoever he is to you, reflects what can happen with fathers and father images in our community and the kind of difference it can make and how important it is for a father figure to be in the lives of our young people. Mm. Thank